Welcome to episode two of the Everyday Scout. Today we are going to go over our top 10 quarterbacks for the 2020 season, independent of their current team and schedule. So it's like if we were just drafting teams to play one year in 2020, who we would want to quarterback our teams for this upcoming year. And then we will also get to NFL team win totals in the AFC South, doing some over-unders there. Um, should be a pretty tight division at the top, so that'll be interesting. Um, so starting off here with our quarterback rankings. Again, it's a yeah, little do you bit of go confusing. First? Yeah, I'll go first. It's a confusing criteria, but um, just think about it. One year just for 2020, uh, independent of current team uh, coaches, weapons, stuff like that. All right. Yeah, and not stats either because after yeah, the not, season, Jameis had. Yeah, right. It's not like projecting stats or anything like that. Just who you yeah. would want to build your team around for the 2020 season. All right. So at number one, I mean, I had to go Mahomes, obviously. Yeah, so did I. I would hope you would agree, pretty... right? Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. not much to say there, right? There's not – I mean, you could argue no, not for, at all. for a couple other guys. Um, I just think after this, this last postseason, he just answered every question that could be asked of him, right? Like – yeah, I don't. I don't really think there's any discussion whether we're drafting for one year or ten years. I think Mahomes is essentially the Mike Trout of football. Agreed. Where he's That's a good analogy. Under the age of 27, and he's already on pace to be the best player of all time. Yeah, um, I don't think there's very much dispute. Yeah, I mean, and just like in the postseason too, like obviously won a Super Bowl, but he was like down. Losing in so many games and and you know still played still played well a little bit of a bumpy Super Bowl at first but I yeah mean, he, he did struggle in the Super Bowl but that was against what I think was the most talented roster in football last year yeah, in the Niners exactly and um and he bounced obviously back this is independent yeah yeah so can't and I'm not gonna hold that against him independent of like Andy Reid Tyreek Kelsey he, he, right you're still like, taking him. You're still taking quarterbacks the most important position. It's like it's like LeBron changing a team and they're automatically in the playoffs. Like you could put you could put Mahomes in like Detroit and they'd probably make the playoffs, especially yes. with this additional wild card game. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. All right. Um I mean yeah, arm talent, uh poise, everything. Not no everything. controversy. Um so yeah, perfect perfect play right there. All right, number two. Um who did you have it to? So I had Russell Wilson at number two. So did I. All right, good. Okay. Good. I think glad Russ, we're on the same page here. I think um, Russ yeah. is kind of an anomaly. It's honestly amazing about how he's just – like the team hasn't won less – well, I guess they went eight and eight that one year, but they still made the playoffs. Yeah. They made the playoffs every year Russ has started. Yeah. With like not – I mean, I know – so when people say not good roster. Yeah, so like the argument now is that like he doesn't have a ton of help, which is true. But like people will be like, "Oh, well he had the Legion of Boom early on." And yes, he yeah. did. But like as you said, it's an anomaly in the sense that I mean, I can't think of another like in recent memory another quarterback that's like I believe as transcendent as Russell Wilson. Like with his size him. and mobility that like has been given so little help on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. And it's not even like a discussed thing on how great Russ is. It's just like, like Oh yeah, the Seahawks are going to be good. Cause Russ yeah, like, over and done with no you're conversation. You're going to win nine games. Like yeah. he just makes no, totally things agree. work. He just makes things work. Yeah, he just makes plays. Like, and not to mention he was kind of the trailblazer. Not not as much with size because I guess Breeze was already in the league, but just like yeah. with moving the pocket just in the past like five years or so. Not even the read yeah. option, just guys that can get outside the pocket, move the pocket, throw from any platform, right? No, yeah, definitely. Not scramblers, but mobile quarterbacks. Yes. Yeah, not a scrambler. There's a difference there because he can sit in the yeah. pocket all day. I mean, his – I mean, we want to – I know I'm not going to rely on passer rating for – um you know, judging quarterbacks entirely, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's a pretty flawed stat. But, yeah, I mean, you just look at his numbers the past five years. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, and I mean, he had 
last five years. Who's the best target he's had in the last five years? Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin, yeah. <laughs> like, and Jimmy Tyler Graham Lockett had a decent red zone. Jimmy Graham was dead by the time he got the Oh, Seattle. he was dead. Yeah, no, I was kidding. All right. But, yeah, Wilson. And I think for me, Wilson and Mahomes is a tier. That's like tier one for me. I would agree. I would cut it off. I don't really think there's an argument replacing Mahomes at one, but if there was, the only one I could listen to would be Russ. Yes, just because, like, he hasn't had the same help, you could say, well, if Russ was in Kansas City, he'd be doing the same things. Yeah, but, I mean, that's kind of a rabbit hole, right? Like, I'm not going to take away Mahomes' spot. No, yeah, Right, all right. Um, All right, number three, I put – and this guy, for me, is on a tier of his own as well, second tier. I put Lamar. Okay. I put Lamar at three um, just because he was so good. And I know he had a ton of help. His mm-hmm. defense was great. He had an amazing running game, which was partially him, obviously. Um, but, but also with, like, Ingram. And that offensive line was great. But he was, he was too good. I think he was just too good last year, too dynamic for me to not put him at three. Like, I don't think any of the other guys below him – you, I could really justify – I mean, I want to see him do it again, obviously. That's the question. Like, Mahomes checked that box in 2019. He did it again. Mm-hmm. All right, this guy's legit. He was MVP caliber for a second straight year. We need to see Lamar do that again. Definitely. But I couldn't justify anyone else above him. What about you? So, I actually had Deshaun Watson here. That is very interesting. At three. I'm not – I don't hate that. I don't hate that. It's going to kind of sound like I'm repeating myself, but – I think Watson is just a baby Russ. Yes, yes. If you've seen what Bill O'Brien's been doing, no. he's got no head. That is, that is such a good it's comparison. Just, that is such a good it's comparison. Just, you go out there every week, you see Deshaun take a three-step drop, and by the time he's already taken a three-step drop, somebody's already burst through the fucking yeah, he's gap. rolling he's somewhere. He's blown he's, up. He's, he's getting poked in the and eye right. and thrown a touchdown. He's right? fighting for his that life happened. out there. I mean, he took – I don't know if it was last season or the season before where he took, like, 56 sacks. The line's always been terrible. It's <laughs> such an absurd number, 56 Yeah, they, got, they yeah. got Tunsil, but it's still not great. I mean, you got – I mean, Bill O'Brien's a whole different discussion. But, right. I mean, I, ugh, yikes. It's, it's prey for Deshaun Watson. No, he's yeah. Got, he's got no help. Right. Um, yeah, I actually had well, – I'll get to Watson later where I have him. But yeah. before you made that Russ comparison, which I love, I did have written down, not that he was a baby Russ like you said, but just like of another quarterback that is so calm and poised playing off schedule, like Alone. out of the structure yeah. of the offense, like just making a play. I would say Watson is the closest to Russ in that capacity. Closer than Definitely. Mahomes, Rodgers, Wentz, you know, there's a few guys, but. Um, yeah, yeah, I totally. And that's why agree. I have him here at three because it's just like he's already this great. That's what fair. would he be like playing in structure, right, with support? You know, we always think of like, oh, what if so and so was in New England? But it's not even like it's not. You don't even, even need New deep. England. Yeah. No, it's not even. You just need something competent, right? <laughs> like, yeah, agree. Um, so you kind of convinced me there, actually. I wish I had. <laughs> But okay. four, at four, I still want Rodgers. I still want Rodgers at four. Okay. And this might just be the name. I'm biased just because of the name and from just how prolific he was in the past. Because he was Mahomes before Mahomes. Like, he was, yeah. you know, bar none, he was the most productive quarterback. He was the most talented quarterback in the league. He was that quarterback that people were considering taking in the first round of fantasy. Like, that's a yeah. very specific tier you have to get to. That yeah, I mean, Rodgers redefines the term right. gunslinger. And I just – I feel like he still has some magic in that arm. Something's not clicking. I know he got a new coach, new system in Green Bay. Something's just not clicking. Maybe he's not happy, but I he's never still happy. think he has some magic in that arm. He can still move around, move the pocket. And he has experience. Like, yes, he hasn't been great. I mean, his numbers are good in the playoffs, but sure, he only has one ring, got into one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He still has experience deep in the playoffs. He's been to three NFC championships. Almost had – I mean, he, they had the 2014 Seahawks dead to rights in Seattle. Yeah, and that was – went south that... from there. But, I mean, he has yeah. big game experience, so. 
Um, who'd you have it for? So I had Lamar at four. Okay, yeah, fair. Um, obviously, Lamar kind of blew up the league last year, led the league in passing touchdowns with an absurd 9.7 touchdown yeah. rate. That's not sustainable. Which not sustainable for anybody. Um, yeah. But I think when you have a quarterback who is a running back, like obviously that's not a great thing to say, but when your quarterback runs for a thousand yards on the ground, I mean, yeah, I mean just, that was the thing uh, everyone was talking about for so long. It's like, will another? It was like the elusive. It was like the Mike Vick. Will anyone ever do it again? And, yeah. You know, so here's the thing: Lamar's a much better runner than Vick. Oh, I agree. And passer. Both. Yeah, Vick. Vick's arm strength was absurd. Right, right. They could throw the ball out it, of the stadium. You, you know that one clip? It was like when he was on the Eagles against Washington. It was like he this bomb the to Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> yeah. I swear, one se- he threw it from his own goal line, and Deshaun Jackson yeah. caught it on like the opposite, like third. It was fifty yards up and seventy yards deep. Oh, it was absurd. God. But I, Lamar's like the most dynamic player in football. Right. I don't think that's very arguable. I mean, yeah. I guess we'll see if the Madden curse does anything, but I doubt it. Doubt um, it. I think. I personally think the Ravens might have had the best offseason in terms yeah. of additions. Oh, they they always draft. And the so draft. Well. They draft so yeah. well. Yeah. So off of this script, I think the Ravens are going to be great again. Yeah. But I think putting Lamar anywhere in the NFL, building a team just for next season, you just, you just run the scheme with him, no matter right. what team it is. Yeah. I mean, you can make it work. And he doesn't like, take big his, hits either. It's like Wilson. No, he's, he's a smart runner. Yeah. Yeah. But he's also like, like he'll run into contact, but he's just like a little slippery. Like he never gets blown up. Um, and some guys just have a tendency for getting blown up. Like they just, for whatever reason, get annihilated when they run other guys. But yeah, all right. definitely. Um, all right. Number five, I had Watson. I had Watson okay. at five and um, really close to Rogers. Um, Again, I it was probably interchangeable at four and five after listening to you speak on him. But uh, again, as you said, just so much poise. Uh, a little bit of injury stuff there, which you don't love. But ten plus wins in the last two years with O'Brien, which is definitely an accomplishment. Yeah, and they just they stole Hopkins from him, so we'll see how that goes. I think he'll be fine though. Again, like Wilson, he'll just make it work. Yeah, I know. I 100% agree. Um, so, yeah. five for me, I actually had Dak. Which oh. is... Yeah. I don't, you're going to have to explain yourself on this one. Which, yeah, is probably a surprise to a lot of people. But, I mean... I've so, you have him over Rodgers and Wentz. That would yes. be... Yes. Okay. I've always been a big fan of Dak Prescott especially watching him back at Mississippi State. I always thought he was a dynamic player. And then, obviously, with the arrest he had before the draft, my buddy's a huge Cowboys fan. We'd always make a joke that the Cowboys always tend to be more accepting than other teams when drafting players. Right. So I was like, oh, yeah, they're probably just going to take Dak and he's going to be a beast. And then, you know, it actually happened when (laughs) it went down. Yeah. But I just – I never understood – the conversation that Dak isn't good. Um, I'm, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's partially just the fact that he's on the Cowboys. Yeah, because everybody that definitely plays into it. Yeah, like, everybody hates Cowboys. Because, like, it's a but, meme. Like, it's a meme. NFL memes, like, made the Cowboys, like. Yeah, so I think Dak is great. But, like, the uh, NFL public, it's not even the argument if he's great. They're like, oh, no, Dak's bad. I mean, I don't, I, I just can't, I don't know if I could call him great because I have not seen him thrive when his, and I'm, again, I'm not going to hold a supporting yeah. cast against him because, like, Lamar is a great supporting cast. I'm not going to hold that against him. But there have been times when, and again, he's still a young player. We expect all these guys mm-hmm. to be so good so soon. But there have been times, you know, when there have been injuries along the line or, you know, Zeke's out or, you know, without a number one receiver before they got Amari, like, he has not been able to, I think, carry that, like, maintain that team's efficiency, which I believe 
if you're a top five quarterback, you should be able to be able to work through stretches where you don't have as much help more seamlessly than he has been able to. Yeah. No, I, I totally get those points. I also don't think it's talked about enough that Dak almost threw for 5,000 yards last year. And yeah. people don't think Dak is a very prolific passer. Yeah. They just think – like, I don't think people think that Dak Prescott's a game manager. But I don't think they understand how many times this guy throws a 400 yards a game. No, and totally. I mean, like you said, Especially now, as yeah. opposed to his and rookie year. Right. Obviously, with Amari, Zeke, the Cowboys O-line of a couple of years ago, not now. It's much different now. Yeah, but, that, that is a common misconception. Yeah. Cowboys I mean, line. It, the list we're doing is independent of team. And I think – I think he's had. I think he's been successful. I think he's been very successful being the quarterback for "quote unquote" America's team, which I also don't think is true. And that's a conversation for another day. But right. I just think he's a playmaker. I mean, I just think it's going back to Russ and Watson. I think yeah. he's, he makes the big throws. He obviously is still very young and makes more mistakes than those guys do. But I think if you put Dak in other situations. I think he gets the job done. I think Dak would elevate some other teams where we have other top 15 quarterbacks. All right. I mean, that's I, I do agree with you that he definitely gets an unfair um, amount of criticism. Yeah, definitely there's agree some with stigma that. around Dak Prescott. There is a stigma. That, um, just that is definitely unfair. Came out of nowhere. I, just, I would just need to see more um, – like, for example, I know, like, you know, some things that happened last year with the Cowboys are out of his control. But if you're yeah. that kind of player in a division that, that's, that is that wide open with the Eagles, you know, hit with that many injuries and whatnot, like, you have, you've just got to, you've got to win that division. Yeah. No, I guess if you're that. the quarterback, definitely. you've got to win it. Um, so, yeah. All right. Moving on. Yeah, this was, this was definitely my boldest ranking. Yeah, top okay. 10, that's, fair. that's fair. That's um, fair. Number six, I have another quarterback from the NFC East, Carson Wentz. Um, okay. And now, again, injuries are what they are. I'm not defending. I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you I'd be convinced he'd play a full season uh, this coming year or, you know, in this hypothetical season that we're drafting for. But yeah, um, if you want to talk about a guy that just has all of, all of the talent – all of the tools. I mean, the arm, the size, the ability to move the pocket to play off schedule. I mean, I wouldn't put him in the Watson Russ category, but he can still get outside the pocket, throw from a ton of different platforms with a huge arm. He was, he had an MVP in 2017 before he got hurt. Yeah. Brady stole that one as kind of a lifetime achievement award. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, we forget that he's had a season of that caliber. And I think the end of last year really, you know, set a lot. Um, playing down the stretch with just an absurd amount of injuries on that Eagles offense. You know, again, kind of something that I was mentioning with Dak. You know, Wentz just – he just carried his team through that adversity and those injuries when they didn't have a lot of playmakers and he just found a way. Uh, that's something I would like to see from Dak in the future. And that's why I'd have Wentz above him because he's shown me that ability to do, um, to really be successful, grind out wins with less. Yeah, I mean, those are all pretty great points. I have Wentz a little later on in my list here. I actually have Breeze at number six. I like Breeze. I think, too. yeah, I, I think there's an argument to be had on the old generation of quarterbacks that are aging out, you know, like, Phil, Breeze, Tom, Ben, Eli, that whole group. I think I think Breeze is the only one that still has it, honestly. Um, I think what he's he's been so consistent over the last couple of years. I know he got hurt with a broken finger and as soon as he came back, it was like nothing ever happened. Yeah. I mean that's not talked about enough, that's true. Yeah. I think I mean, aside from Stafford, obviously, Breeze is the man of the 5,000-yard passing season. Yeah. I just – Yeah, I, I mean, amazing. he's just – he's so accurate. He's so consistent, as you said. Um, yeah, and I think 
putting him on another team, I don't think there would be a drop-off in Drew Brees' play whatsoever. Obviously, the relationship he has with Sean Payton, and he's been running that scheme for so long now, obviously. Right. But this draft is to talk about quarterbacks that could thrive in any situation for next season. And I, I do think this is Brees' final season in the NFL. But yeah. I think he could succeed this upcoming season on any roster. Yeah. Um, just to continue that a little bit, because I have him at seven, so one spot lower. Okay. Um, and, again, I'll say it again with tears. I believe Rodgers, for me, at least for me, Rodgers, Watson, Wentz, and Breeze, that, like, four through seven range, I believe yeah. they are kind of on their own tier for me personally. You have Dak in there. Um, mm-hmm. But those kind of guys below what we think of kind of the elite Mahomes, Wilson, Lamar. Um, just Breeze just – uh, I don't know. He just seems a little limited now. I mean, he can still, again, he's still highly efficient. He just, at the end of the year, just those, um, I know the Saints got the wrong end of a call with the Rams. And I know. Yeah. They've gotten the shaft over the last yeah. couple of years in the playoffs. No, and they, and they love, and so that's, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're, if you're someone of his stature historically. Yeah. Just pull them out. Just pull out those wins, please. Just, I feel like a lot of. I guys mean, you can't you can't blame out. the guy for the, like a missed pi in the Minnesota Miracle. No, I I know, I know. <laughs> Not those, especially, especially last year, like with. Yeah. Or no, sorry, no, no. The the Rams game with the pi. Mm-hmm. People forget. All right, people forget. That yeah, the Saints were at home with the ball first in overtime, right? Mm-hmm. That same year, the other championship game, the Patriots on the road got the ball first and scored and won, and everyone's like, oh, well, overtime's unfair because the team that gets the ball first, I mean, it's not fair. Wins, yeah. Breeze, you have the ball at home. Chance to go yeah. to the Super Bowl, you throw a pick. Yeah, and like, that's – Sorry, that's the, I need more. When you think of home – Field advantage in the NFL the besides Can- besides Kansas City, that's the stadium. Yeah, that's where you like you be. gotta you gotta win that game. Still, I know it should have been won before, but you still you need more there. But again, that's in the past. This coming season, I think he'd still be a very productive player. I agree. Um, Definitely. Who'd you have at seven? So, aside from Dak, this is my boldest spot. Okay, which is saying something yeah so this is who could survive and thrive in any environment next season which oh, i think might, if you, you got, might steal my thunder here i think if you took this guy out of where he's been his whole career oh wait put no, him no, somewhere else okay. i know who you're going <laughs> i think he'd thrive and that's okay. matt stafford at seven yes okay it's justifiable because i think he gets real murky here yeah. Towards the end of the so, top ten, it gets real murky. Yeah. So there's obviously those stats that the advanced metrics where if you look at like players like Stafford and Kirk Cousins, their wins versus winning teams. Like Stafford right. and Cousins are combined like a nine and forty five or something crazy yeah, in the last couple of years. Yeah. But if you I mean he's been in Detroit his entire fucking career. Yeah. It's bad. Like he stuck it out there too. He's so goddamn talented. I feel so bad for the guy, especially <laughs> last year after the whole back injury. We don't even know if he's going to be the same quarterback. Yeah, he was balling out last year. Yeah, people. That forget. back injury hopefully doesn't get shown at the beginning or the rest of next season. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't have too much of an impact on his game. But I got this one idea in my head that I saw on Twitter, and it's just. If you put Stafford on the Bucks, they're better than they would be with Brady. Um, I mean, I, I don't think we can say that for certain. Based on that scheme and how that team runs. That's fair. No, no, no. Okay, no, that's fair. That's fair to say. Yeah. I mean, and I, I don't have, you know, it's a little bit look forward. I don't have Stafford or Brady in my top ten. But if I was taking one – for next season, yes, I would. I would probably go Stafford. 
Yeah, and obviously that's just putting him on one team. Right, that's fair. Obviously doesn't analogy. help the rankings. Yeah. But I think if you get this guy out of Detroit, obviously he's got Kenny Galladay. But if you think of Matt Stafford's entire career, it's been him, his number one receiver that he force feeds over 120 targets, and that's it. Yeah. He had Megatron, he had Golden Tate, and Kenny Galladay. I mean, I guess the defense is getting better now, uh, maybe. I'm, Patricia's he's, not he's always. No, I don't think Patricia's it. I think if you put Stafford on a different team, and I mean, I don't want to go as far as saying, like, Washington. But yeah, yeah. No, that's if fair. you put on like a kind of better caliber team, slightly than Detroit. I mean, if you're think if you're looking at teams like like Denver or like not Jacksonville, because I think Jacksonville is probably the worst team in the league, which we'll get to later. Yeah, I just think if you get this guy out of Detroit and he's anywhere else, like. Matt Stafford on the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, that with the like weapons they have. I like him which, in the Cowboys uniform. I like that. I know, which obviously I wouldn't because I'm a back, but <laughs> right. I just think for the 2020 season where this guy could be anywhere else in the NFL, he'd be a monster. Right. No, I agree. Um absurd arm, arm talent. Always has that like 99, 98 arm strength in Madden. Mm-hmm. So definitely speaks to that. Not as mobile, but yes, no. I see what you're saying. Uh, staying in his division at eight, you're, you're not going to like this, but I have Kirk Cousins at oh, eight. Oh, God. Okay. I have Kirk Cousins at eight. And, you know, it was close between him and Dak for this spot. I have Dak at nine. I just – I like what he's done the past few years in Minnesota. I know he's had good receivers and a defense. And he's, for a long time, had the big game thing, like Stafford. But I was really impressed with his win in New Orleans. I thought he played well. San Francisco, they were just completely outmatched, mm-hmm. outgunned there. So I didn't really expect much there. Um, you know, yes, he's had weapons. He's never really had a line which, you know, can hurt. So, you know, he's had good help support overall. But I feel like I had to reward him for winning that game in New Orleans, which is a really tough win to get. I mean, I guess not recently because the Rams did it before in Goff. Yeah. But still, I feel like I had to reward him. But I guess he's pretty interchangeable with Dak. Kurt, wow. Okay, so I had, I had Rodgers at eight. Oh, right. You haven't had Rodgers yet. You I have Rodgers Stafford over Rodgers. For next season, yes, I do. All right. What, what, what don't you see with Rodgers anymore? I mean, I think it's pretty common knowledge at this point that the Packers last year might have been the worst 13-3 and team of all time. Oh, totally agree. Totally agree. <laughs> they weren't that good. They just weren't. I never thought they were a legitimate Super Bowl contender. No, I don't, I don't think anyone did. I mean, they were seen as favorites by a lot of people, which they was would surprising have because it's blown out by Kansas City. Oh, yeah, 100%. That would not have been close. I just – Rodgers has always been the guy who he shows up, is right down to business, throws for 250 yards and three, they win, out, bang. But I just – the last year, maybe the last two years – I just think he's been too conservative. He's not no, the same totally Aaron Rodgers anymore. That's what I want to see more from him. I want gunslinger Aaron yes. back. It's like, it's like he's trying to protect his, his touchdown interception ratio or something like yeah, that. His, his, yeah, his NFL history his leading pick. touchdown to pick ratio. But Which I, is impressive. I don't know, but obviously. And I don't know if that's – I don't know if the, he's being – he is playing conservatively, and I don't know if that's indicative of the coaching staff. Or he's changed as a player, but I think it's pretty noticeable. And obviously, the Packers are a very talented roster. The 13-3 and three is an achievement in the NFL, no matter what, even if I don't think they deserved it at all last year. Right. But I just – like you said earlier, it's just – it's Aaron Rodgers, man. It's Something, nostalgia. Something's missing. The guy's always yeah. been a beast. Like, I still think he has some juice left in the tank. 
I still think on other teams, they'd still be a contending team just because they have Aaron Rodgers. Right. But I just do think the last year or two that something's been a little off. That's fair. That's fair. And, and that's so, why I have him at eight and not higher. Yeah. No, it is frustrating watching him because, like, you watch him. He's in that – it's Rodgers in that Packers uniform in Lambeau. And he's dropping yeah, back. Like, oh, you you just expect to see magic. Yeah. Like you see with Mahomes now. Like it's, mm-hmm. like it's 2014 or something. And it's just yeah. not – it's just not there all the time. So, yeah, definitely need to see more there. Um, so, at nine, I have Dak. Um, again, I agree with you. People are way too critical. But I just – I still think – he hasn't showed me enough when yeah, he hasn't still had prove it. I get that. Yeah, he's still got to um, – and, you know, I don't think this – I mean, people are looking at this year as a big test for him, but I don't think that's completely fair because new coach, new system in the offseason of COVID. You know, so if yeah. things get off to a little bit of a slow start, people will be like, oh, but he has CD, he has all this and that. I still don't think that's fair. So I'm yeah. still skeptical, but I'm not going to weigh too much on this season, if that makes sense. No, I get that. Okay. Who'd you have at nine? I had Wentz at nine. Okay. I do think Wentz – I mean, going back to the year they were drafted, I always liked Wentz better than Goff. I never saw it with Goff. Um, he has always had the physical t- – if you, if you build a quarterback – It's Wentz. It's Wentz. Even more than Mahomes, because Wentz is like 6'5". He's huge. Exactly. Obviously, he's not like, oh, if you build somebody, he's the fastest and the strongest arm. No, but if you think of a prototypical, like, what the NFL has been dreaming of, yes, you'd build is. Carson Wentz. Yes. You'd build Carson Wentz. He's mobile enough. Uh, I think he's got a rocket arm. I mean... I do think what he had last year was impressive since his number one receiver for the majority of the season was a college quarterback in Greg Ward. Yeah, down the stretch at least. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I just think he has it. I mean, he, he should have won that MVP. I always think – It's you know, the injuries. I get, it's just the injuries. That's all it's it is. It's the injuries. And it's the, it's the fact that the Big Dick Nick won that Super Bowl. Right, right. And it overshadowed the fact that Wentz should have won the MVP that season. Yeah. Do you think if the Eagles lose that game, people think more highly of Wentz now in an odd way? I mean, Eagles fans are Because that own. was such a high moment for Sorry. Philadelphia, and Wentz wasn't a part of it. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I think it hurts Nick more than it does Wentz. Because now Nick Foles is a legend. Right. Whereas I don't think he was he was literally just Nick Foles. Oh, he's going to be this team's backup this season. He's just a journeyman. But yeah. I just – I mean, he's always – Nick Foles has always kind of been a Philadelphia legend, obviously. But I think it – I just wish – obviously injuries are injuries. I just wish it never happened because they, I think they would have won it with Wentz. He was going to win the MVP that season. Yeah. And they get mean, everything yeah. you want in a quarterback. Was going to be the dream season. Yeah. I, um, he has everything you want in a quarterback, and I think he could turn any situation around in the NFL that's bad right now, and I think he can improve on the majority of average teams right now. Yeah. All right. My guy at 10, this is kind of my curveball. You had one with Dak there pretty high and throwing Stafford in the mix. But, you know, as I said before, down near the bottom of this list, it was a lot harder than I thought it would be because mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys kind of very of similar ranges. Like guys I haven't named yet. You had Stafford. I could have thrown Stafford here, Matt Ryan, Jimmy G, um, you know, guys that are all pretty similar in my mind. But I went with a guy – and, you know, maybe this is a little more projecting this year, which we weren't doing, but it, it's crept into my mind a little bit. And it's, it's the modern-day NFL. It's moving around. I'm going to put tiny Kyler o- Murray here. Yeah, I was about to say, is it a tiny Oklahoma quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put Kyler Murray here because I really liked how he looked his, um, his rookie year. I did. Yeah. I think he's legit. I really do I think he's legit. 
Um, he's got the perfect setup there in Arizona. I know this is outside of Arizona. Um, but, I mean, he's got a real arm. He's tiny, but he's got a real live arm. He can mm-hmm. throw it down the field, and he can do it from outside arm. the packet. Yeah, pocket, yeah. On the run, whatever you need. He can get yards on the ground, like explosive yards on the ground, like Lamar. Mm-hmm. Like, he can break them off. He's dynamic. Runs. Dynamic. Um, and, again, I know this is a hypothetical season, but going into year two, he will be. And a lot of guys pop year two that we've seen recently. Um, so, as for the real NFL season, I think Kyler's the pop guy. but. I would still take him to build my team around because I don't know. I just think he's dynamic and his, his arrows really pointing up. Yeah. And I definitely think for those of us who are involved in the fantasy sports community, Kyler is that guy. Yes. That you're looking for next season. You're like, Oh yeah. This is, this is the next Lamar, at least yeah. fantasy wise. He's going to blow bit. up on the statue. Right. Yeah. So this is what I think is funny is that I have Brady here at 10 and you did not have Brady in your top 10. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't quite, I need to see it. I need to see it before I believe it with Tom. That's an honest bias from you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, But I, I had to put Brady here. I, the guy I would have put here would have been Kyler because I'm also enamored with Kyler. I mean, I think we saw everything we needed to see last season. Yeah. Check all the boxes from a rookie. Like, yeah, you had a terrible, terrible situation last year and obviously that team adding Hopkins and everything I think the Cardinals are going to be great but again I do think if you put Kyler on any other team and they build a scheme around him I think that's a successful team right but going in here at number 10 with Brady I mean this is the funny thing is we're going to see it next season this is independent of team and schedule how successful these quarterbacks are going to be Brady's had the same team and schedule for, I mean, since we were born. Right. I think, don't know anything else. Yeah. that's So this number 10 spot might be proven or disproven based on this upcoming season in Tampa Bay. A uh, little preview for when we get to the NFC. I do think the Bucks are legit with Brady. I do as well. But I just think it's the nostalgia bomb like Rodgers earlier. But I think I just think if you put Brady on any team in the league, they're good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's more – I mean, saying it's biased t- towards the name makes it sound worse than it is. But I, I think it's – there's but something it's real Brady. there. Like, these guys deserve the benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah, they've been the so good. Like, quarterback they of all deserve time. the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. That they I can think when you put the best quarterback good. of all time on a team, like there's it something might not there. get better. Because like the Chiefs wouldn't be better with Brady than Mahomes. No, obviously not. But it's a good team if you put Brady on it. Agree. I do think the last year or two, I've seen the drop-off as a not-Pats fan. I definitely think it's de-escalated since his MVP Um, season, but he is over 40. Um, What I would say to that is I really – the last two years, I didn't really see it as much in 2018. 2018 – Again, the offense, the passing offense wasn't as prolific as 2017. Yeah. But that had some other factors along with it. I mean, Gronk, you have to take into account Gronk's health and availability. So, mm-hmm. you know, in 2018, Tom could still take him down the field when he needed to. Like, Tom could, you know, carry that offense when he needed to, but they could still run the ball really well. Last year was when – I agree. It was visit. It was noticeable. Like he was missing throws. Mm-hmm. The timing was off with receivers. I mean, it just. He did have the worst supporting cast in football. I mean, arguably. the supporting cast was bad. The line wasn't healthy, but. But you could see still, it was part of it. You could see it on the ball. Something just wasn't right. I think it had just ran its course, and you know it was time to move on from both parties. Um, I I agree. All right. Well, moving on to our next segment, our final segment here. That was a good discussion, though. I think. I think there's a lot of good young talent there. Definitely. Especially. Um, it's a changing of the guard at quarterback. Yeah, totally. In the next year or two. Um, all right. So going to the AFC South here with these over-unders. Lines are from Odd Shark as of like yesterday. So at the top of the projections, we have the Colts at nine wins. Um, 
What do you have there over or under with Phillip Rivers? Yeah, so I've experienced Phillip Rivers firsthand for my entire oh, football right, fan right, career. Yes. <laughs> I have a hard under here. A hard um, under? Yeah. All right. I think this team – I think worst, absolute worst case nightmare scenario for the Colts that go 6-10. and 10. I think this this is a, I think this is a seven and nine eight and eight team, which obviously doesn't sound hard under with a nine win line. Yeah, but you but can't I see just, them getting to ten. I can't see them getting to the playoffs. I no, I definitely don't see double digit wins with Phil. Yeah, and I think like, I mean, Quentin Nelson's a beast. I mean, they killed the draft in my opinion with Pittman, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, the addition of DeForest Buckner. I mean, I think the Colts have a top five GM in football. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ballard's, just, Ballard's great. I just can't, you can't think see it with that Phillip. this team wins with Phil. See, I, I disagree. Can't. I think – I think. I mean, you have a much better understanding of where Rivers is at right now. Yeah. Because you obviously watch him a lot more than I did. Um I think I mean the line their line play, not just speaking for Rivers. I mean offensive line is great. Yeah, Phil's never had in the league. Um, but defensively, as you said, adding to Forrest Buckner, I think their line play is really good. And I just think Rivers works because he's so not mobile, and that line is yeah. what he needs to succeed. And as you said, getting him weapons in the draft that I think can contribute from day one. Both guys mm-hmm. are pro-ready, shoe-in starters uh, for them. I think it works. And just as such a good organization. I really like Frank Reich. I like their GM. Um, and especially in a division, a pretty murky division that doesn't have a clear top dog right now, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion, I think the Colts get to 10. I do. I think they're ten and six. I think they make the playoffs. I think Rivers is solid, but I don't think they need him to be that good. But I think he'll get it done behind that line. So I'll take the over there. Um, Titans are at eight and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go under here. I'm gonna go under because I like Vrabel. I like their line. I like their defense. Everything's real solid all around. Mm-hmm. And I can totally see them getting to 9, 10, maybe even 11. Who knows? Because the AFC South has a pretty soft schedule overall. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like – it feels like regression. I just smell regression here. With yeah, Tannehill. it's coming off of Tannehill. Tannehill. <laughs> they were winning playoff games. He was throwing for 80 yards. Like, but the counter argument there is that I think uh, I don't know. down the stretch of the entire regular season, the Tannehill was a top ten quarterback last year. He they was, didn't need him in the playoffs at all. He was, but he was a monster. In the and I have season. no empirical evidence to back this up. I just, I can so I just can see them getting worse. I really can. They pay Tannehill yeah. all that money, and because again, he steps in the second half of the year. This is a pretty vague thing that's thrown around all the time, but it's like, oh, defensive coordinators didn't have tape on them. Mm-hmm. They have a whole offseason to get tape. That's thrown around a lot, but I think there is some truth to that. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think they're still a good, tough team, but I don't know. I'll take under. So I had Titans over here. I have them at 10 and 6. Okay. I think it's not talked about enough that this team lost Jack Conklin. All right, that's a good. It was point. A, I wasn't a monster of an offensive tackle. Yeah. I think they did a good job trying to replace him by drafting Isaiah Wilson. I think Christian Fulton was a great pick because they needed some help in the secondary. I just think this team is the most talented team of the division. Uh, I would Obviously, take the Colts. Ro- if you take the quarterback out of it, I'd still take the Colts roster. T- yeah, but that's the most important position on the field. And that's not saying no, about right. Derrick well, Hill being right. this team's current quarterback. Right. But if Derrick Henry plays 16 games, this team will have a winning record. That's fair. I mean, just I when you said like, roster, when I hear roster, I think 
my brain just thinks like everything outside a quarterback. Yeah. And I think this team, the one big mess up the Titans had this season was trading Jarrell Casey for a fifth, which nobody understood whatsoever. Yeah. But I just think they're too good. Yeah. Like, I don't. They were really I, good down the stretch. Yeah. And I think they own this division. I mean, unless team we'll talk about next in the Texans, unless Deshaun Watson just pulls a Deshaun Watson and wills his way to right. 10 wins, I think Titans win this division. Right. Um, so the Texans number is at seven and a half. Yeah. And, you know, they lost Hopkins. They have Bill O'Brien. Yeah. But I'll take the over. But they have Deshaun Watson. Right. Because it's not just Deshaun Watson. It's they have by far, unquestionably, the best quarterback in this in division by a mile. Yeah. And there's no argument there by a mile. It's Deshaun Watson. Yes. Um, so just with that in mind, with this pretty light schedule with Deshaun, I think – I mean, I don't think they make the playoffs. I don't think it's a playoff team. Maybe. I don't either. But Maybe with the I think Deshaun team, Watson but... gets them to 500. Because how many games are they going to play both within the division and outside the division where they've got the best quarterback on the field, the guy who can make plays down the stretch and pull out wins? Yeah, over half of them probably. Right. At least half of them, I would think. So I'll take the yeah. over. I also have the Texans over at 8-8, eight and eight, so I completely yeah. agree with you. I think Bill O'Brien is just – I don't even know. I don't even – Something needs to change there. We can't waste Deshaun like this. Yeah, we can't waste Deshaun's prime. I mean, trading Hopkins and getting David Johnson in return. Oh. And then oh. trying to make up for it. By then trading a second rounder for Brandon Cooks. That's so bad. A second but you got a se- But then you got a second rounder for Hopkins. Um, so then you essentially just got David Johnson for Hopkins in a swap. You, you yeah. can't replace DeAndre Hopkins with Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks and expect no. this team to get better. No, you can't. I mean, it is receiver. I'll, I'll listen to the argument that you don't want to pay receiver, receiver yes. that money. Fine. Yeah, but and around second, age 28, 29. They gave a second for Cooks, right? Yeah. I mean, their that own is second. indefensible. Yeah. That's indefensible. Yeah. I just I mean a second round pick is as the Colts did, as you said, they killed their draft. That's Michael Pittman, a young guy on a yeah. rookie deal. That's, you know, so many. Instead of players. paying Cooks, which I think I think Cooks is one concussion away from being out of the league. Oh yeah. And he's just not something's missing with Cooks. Like he's played the concussions. That and, you, you know, he's been productive his whole career, but look who he's played with. I mean, he's been with Breeze and then Brady and then in McVay's office with Goff. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he still hasn't been that guy. So, I mean, I don't know, but I agree. I just, I just think Watson wills his way to eight wins. Right. Like he's going to exactly. have to do Watson for the rest of his career that he's in Houston. Houston. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, the Jags. Shout out to our friend Ian Riley. Yeah, shout out to my brother in law. He's been a lifelong Jags fan. <laughs> An honorable task and commitment to this franchise. Yeah. Um, they're at four and a half. I have under. I mean, easily the under, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, I, they could get to five. Who knows? Minshew, Gardner Minshew could. Yeah, a little Minshew mania do some magic there for a few games but I just think again there's no clear top dog of this division but there's no the other three teams none of them are bad yeah like I don't like what the Texans are doing but they have Deshaun so they're not bad like this is the only bad team within the division so there's no games within the division where you're like oh yeah they'll they'll split with that team at least Mm -hmm. um and I think they're tanking too, right? They're tanking. Tank for Trevor. Have to. Or Justin or Trey. Who knows? Yeah. But I just – I do think this team killed the draft, personally. I I'd, think have to, Jags, I'd have to remind myself on what they did. I'm not remembering. They got Caleb Vaughn Chase on. I CJ like that. Henderson. I like that. Chenault. I don't like Chenault. Davon like Hamilton. Chenault. Yeah. I see that because of the injuries and just what he can actually do on the field as a true yeah, receiver. Yeah, he seems like a kind of a gimmick. But I agree, that, for, that defensive first round I like. 
Yeah, I think they've always been one of the best drafting teams in the NFL. Homegrown talent. The problem is they don't want to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean... And they've never the drafted time, a quarterback, of course. This team should have been in a Super Bowl in 2017 with Blake Bortles as quarterback. If that whistle is not blown against the Pats, this team is in the Super Bowl. I mean, who knows? Miles Jack runs that ball back. Everybody <laughs> on the defense is gone since then. I mean, Telvin Smith just packed up and left last year without saying anything. <laughs> well, Coughlin was in there causing some chaos, apparently. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they got rid of Coughlin. People thought he would whip that franchise into shape, but it just it, yeah, went even doubled, further south. It backfired. Yeah. I, like, I mean, Jacksonville is not New York in that sense, I guess. Yeah. I like what they did with the draft. I like them signing Joe Schobert to put next to Miles Jack since Telvin Smith is still MIA. <laughs> That's so uninspiring, though. Yeah, like I, they Schobert. got rid of Foles' contract. Yeah, that's good. That's I like good. That. that. They they're still sitting on Yannick Ngakwe, who got in a fight with one of the owners of the team. That's never good. Yeah. So he's not going to play another snap in a Jags uniform. But will they get anything in return for him? I don't know. I think Yannick's an amazing player. You probably would have gone for a first before this whole Twitter beef with his owner. He's probably yeah. looking at a second or third now. Yeah, but I, I just can't see this team winning. I just I think five. three and thirteen. They're not getting to five. Yeah, no, I don't think they can get to five. Yeah, I think I think three and thirteen, top five pick. Sorry, Gardner, but it's not yeah. gonna work out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we have for you guys today on episode two of the Everyday Scout. I hope you guys enjoyed. I liked the content we had today. Um, getting into some quarterback discussions and a pretty tight division. Uh, Follow our Instagram and Twitter pages. I know our Twitter page is at everyday underscore scout, and you'll be able to follow what content we have coming next, and we'll post our episodes there. Um, So, yeah, thanks for listening, and if you haven't checked out episode one, go back and check it out. So, hope you guys enjoy. Definitely. Make sure to if you guys have any ideas, if you guys want to hear us talk about a certain subject or anything, feel free to Instagram, DM us. At yeah, the mailbag. Scout. We can get some mailbag going. One of my friends mm-hmm. mentioned uh, we should talk about Tyler Johnson and why he <laughs> fell. Very why he was the most talked topic. about draft prospect. Right. Not Very niche topic, but rounds. I like it. Sorry, Devin, we weren't able to get to that today, but we will get to it another <laughs> time. So um, that's all we got for you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys.